You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. everybody to another amazing episode of Musician Today podcast where we bring you the most awesome artists from across the world. You never know who we're going to have next. <laughs> and this week is a special episode because we are celebrating exactly a year since I started my show. <laughs> awesome. And we have an amazing guest to join us today, David Rivera. He was born in Medellin, Colombia, in a musical family. He began his violin studies at the age of eight at the Universidad de Antoniquas Music Conservatory. I hope I said it right. <laughs> <laughs> in 1990, David founded the goth metal act Tenebrarum. Yeah. yeah. And they pioneered in the genre of, in Colombia. And as a very respected band in the country's rock metal scene, they're still active with 10 albums and hundreds of shows in Colombia, Ecuador, and Mexico. Its main feature is the inclusion of the violin in the metal instrumentation environment. In 1991, um, he became a member of the Antigua Symphonic Orchestra. In 1994, David obtained his bachelor's degree in modern languages at the Universidad Baltifica Bolivariana. <laughs> All right, I'm going to learn a lot of Spanish today. After the closure of orchestra in his very in this very same year, David devoted himself to teaching from 1995 to 2000. And in 1998, he was invited to be a member of Antigua Symphonic Youth Orchestra as a concerto soloist. In 2001, he auditioned to be a part of Medellin's Philharmonic Orchestra. And in 2002, along with David Hoyos and Julio Sierra founded De Violines a two violins and piano trio. They became pioneers in Colombia in the fusion between violin and electronic beats and recorded one album in 2005. And later in 2010, David made a dream come true, putting together his tenebrarum uh, of performing with Medellin's Philharmonic and Altavos International and a rock festival sponsored by Medellin's major office in front of more than 30,000 people. <laughs> they were the first metal band in Colombia to do a symphonic show. Symphonic metal is my favorite, just saying that out loud right away. So in 2011, David obtained his second bachelor's degree in music teaching, and that year he created Violin Rock, a quartet dedicated to transforming rock and classical into instrumental songs in which the violin is the main feature. They were released, they have released two albums since, first in 2012, second in 2014. In 2012, David left the metal and civil harmonic to dedicate his time to his own musical projects. And he has performed uh, as a guest musician with important bands and artists as Whiplash, Orphan Land, Diego Torres, um, Archangel uh, in Venezuela, Total Death in Ecuador, and Kraken in Colombia, <laughs> among others, many more. So he's a prolific composer. He's working on a personal project with uh, combining Colombian Pacific region rhythms mixed with some Arab-based melodies. Ooh, love it. Then he's, he's also a featured wood violins artist. On June 29th, 2019, Tenebrarum gave the biggest concert of their career so far in, in front of more than 80,000 people at Rock Al Parque Festival, the second biggest rock festival in Latin America. We should go to Latin America. It sounds so awesome. 
On November 14th, 2019, Netherlands Council com commended David and Ten Brarum with the Juan de Coral Merit Order, the most important civilian award in the city of their contribution to Netherlands culture and for Ben's 30 years career. And currently, David is uh, dividing his time between composing, performing, online events, and you know, entertaining us during quarantine. Writing a book about Tenor Brown's history in three decades. And wow, that's <laughs> quite the story. Thank you so much, David. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm pretty excited with this. Awesome. <laughs> Good, amazing. So we're so happy to have you here today. And of course, we're going to learn way more about you. So before we go any further, you guys, you can always find David on his Instagram at David Rivera Violin, on Facebook at David Rivera Violin Rock. On Twitter, at David Rivera Viol, <laughs> is that the one? Yes. <laughs> then on YouTube, look him up at David Rivera Violin Rock, and you will find his current channel. On Wood Violin's website as well, as one of the featured artists at woodviolins.com forward slash David Rivera. This is actually uh, something we're going to discuss today too, of how you found the wood violins and what you like about the instrument. But first... Tell me, how did you become this kind of like metal violinist and what, you know, what brought you to this path? I started to, I, I came from a musician family, you know, and uh, this is in my uh, DNA. Um, I started to play violin at eight and I, I, I loved it. As soon as I see this instrument, I just fell in love, you know. And uh, at the end, at the age of 12, I discovered metal music. Mm. So that was like um, like weird because my my father is a uh, he's a professional guitar player and composer, and he's very classic in a very classic way, you know. And he hated rock and metal. That was like you are like pagan kid. <laughs> I, I, I have I, I had a lot of um, conflicts with my father because of it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, metal was, was like my secret love, you know, that was forbidden at my home, that was more title for me, and uh, I, I uh, developed this, this enchantment with metal music. Uh, as soon as I could, I, I, I created a, um, a metal band called Tenebrarum. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, quickly, I, under, I understood that I, I could mix, you know, my 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 violin with like heaven and hell, you know. <laughs> I, I could this this mixture, but it took me uh, like uh, twenty years to 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 find my way, you know. Beginning with a better play guitar. I, I I don't know to play guitar, but by ear. I started to play, and I, I, I recorded my four first albums with my hand playing guitar, knowing nothing about guitar. It's like it's strange, you know? But in my fourth album, I decided to to introduce my violin, and uh, we just left the guitar, and I, I uh, started to develop this, this uh, new way to do music, you know? Mm -hmm. Me for me, it's um, in Colombia. Uh, things uh, with culture, Colombia, pretty uh, hard because it's a. Unfortunately, I have taken Colombia as their country. I think in, in countries like Canada, United States, or in Europe, things are um, a little bit easier, you know, because because 
were usually more developed. Here I was like in the middle of the desert. I have to to build something from from the scratch. You know, because I, I for example, I, I uh, knew uh, the 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 Mother Margaret Legacy in 2010. Mm -hmm. You know, I I I I. Uh, I didn't know how to do it. I had to build it by myself, you know, the way, the way, uh, uh, the correct way to play, to uh, to stand in in the middle of a metal band. I mean, that was like like mis error and, and I know how to say that ensayo error. Um, I tried. I had I had yeah. to try many many times. Yeah. And, and with time, I could, you know, I could do it. And now, uh, I think Tenebrarum is a pretty um, a unique project. Uh, our sound is pretty unique. And uh, we eliminated the guitar of the band in 2015 because uh, we were a, a, a five-member band, you know, and uh, we, we eliminated guitar. And now we are just four, no guitar at all. And I think we released our uh, album called uh, Las Once Formas del Horror, 11 Forms of Horror, in 2018. And it's our heaviest album so far. Wow. So it's, it's not targeted just violin. I'm pretty uh, proud of it, you know? That's amazing. Wow. Why don't we listen to one of your songs, right? So yep. We have yeah, Insomnia but... here by Tenebrarum. Amazing. Yep. Enjoy, guys.
I love that solo in the middle. What I really love about it especially is that um, it's not you're not trying to be electric guitar. There's still some um, you know reference to it, but you're actually playing with the violin sound and it sounds amazing. <laughs> so in the genre. <laughs> so I love it. That was pretty uh, awesome when I discovered uh, wood violins because that's what the kind of instrument I needed to yeah. to do that, you know. Because I, I at the beginning I played with uh, with my acoustic violin and I used a a, a, a crappy uh, pickup, you know. That yeah. was terrible, you know. <laughs> We've all been there, yeah. <laughs> but as soon as I I could uh, improve my equipment. I could understand the general concept of, of violin in the middle of a metal band, you know, in, in the middle of rock band, and how to 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 uh, create like like atmospheres, you know. Mm -hmm. That was important for me. And as soon as I uh, discovered uh, wood violins, uh, and and as soon as I get my Viper, um, everything changed because I could uh, explore. I I. I, I I could be bold, you know, like bolder, mm -hmm. you know, that was yeah. amazing. Uh, in, I was the first uh, violin player doing this in Colombia, I, and, and I'm still, I think, I'm the, the only one in Colombia doing this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a lot of um, instrumentists, good instruments here, a good, a pretty amazing violinist, violinist here, but uh, they are not into rock, you know, mm -hmm. because they are so, they are so classical, you know, like a little bit like like this in front on under of their of the under the 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 directors, you know, at the yeah. at the orchestra. But uh, I I I I just said I don't want to do that anymore. I want to to follow my my own lead, you know. And uh, that was like uh, an adventure to do that in a country like Colombia, a tropical country like Colombia, because. Um, I have to say, it. I mean, uh, rock is not the most popular music here. I mean, a lot of people love rock, you know, but mm -hmm. it's not most popular. Every mm -hmm. uh, here is uh, it's an in reggaeton. I hate it, uh, by the way, uh, and, and and other stuff, you know, like salsa music, yeah. like vallenato. Uh, it's it's a a pretty Colombian rhythm of the of the uh, north part of the country, the, the Caribbean, you know. And uh, it's pretty commercial here. I, I really don't don't like it. Don't, not not much. I respect Vallenato as a uh, as a folklore, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, jazz music, I respect them because they are very good instrumentists, and their music is pretty complex. I I, I, I love uh, good music, you know. If music is well done. I'm not I I, I know, I'm not proud with it, you know. But uh, reggaeton, I hate it because it's not music for me, and it sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that sounded amazing. We're getting comments on Facebook. Johnny says that sounded awesome. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks everybody for tuning in. So yes, um, I totally understand what you're what you're describing is that when there's this kind of music in you and you absolutely have to do it and playing in the orchestra is it's quite boring. For someone who's a soloist like you, it's boring. I know, I've been there myself and I just feel like I was not quite fulfilling like even 10% of what I could do <laughs> just by sitting there, right? <laughs> I mean, you have to follow, you know? Yeah. Uh, you, need, you need to learn to follow. Mm -hmm. You need to, as, as, as a musician, you, 
it's the best. I mean, the best. Uh, I'm grateful to 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 have been part of the Medellin Philharmonic Orchestra because I I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I I just grew up a lot. I understood a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I under the main thing I could understand was uh, music is like a big tree, and musicians are like little ants. You know, yeah. and we just are walking around all uh, branches, you know. And as a musician, you you, you have to be uh, like uh, versatile, you know. You 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 have to 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 be like flexible, you know. You music is one thing. It just it is not a lot of music. No, music is just like big big tree, yeah. you know. And you can uh, uh, move to one branch to another. So that's why um, I'm trying to do different things. I have been uh, different things all my life. My, my family, uh, my, my parents, they're a pretty good musicians too. They, uh, they met themselves uh, like, like more than 50 years ago. Uh, and they immediately, my father played the guitar and sing, and my mother sing beautifully. And they, uh, they united their voices and their souls in one thing, and they uh, raised their family around music, that was awesome. And uh, they played like Colombian, uh, typical music. Colombia, it's a very diverse country. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, I think people uh, outside uh, Colombia, they have a pretty funny idea of us, you know? <laughs> because we have, we have a lot of, a lot of uh, regions with different culture, different food. It's uh, a pretty uh, a, a rich, country in culture you know it's it's an amazing place unfortunately uh, the the drug thing has like uh drop like kind of um arc in our faces you know but you you watch that and you have a pretty beautiful country yeah? that's amazing yeah i agree there's a lot of diversity in just within one place like this and um speaking of diversity i wanted to play the next track so, Buyerengue, yes, yeah. are you re- okay. Buyerengue uh, is uh, actually is a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colombia, as, as I told you, Colombia has a lot of regions. The Pacific region is, a, is a, we have like 2,000 kilometers of, of coast in the Pacific Ocean. That part of the country is pretty wild because it's it jungle, uh, and the population of that um, that area, most of them are uh, African-American people. And they have their own culture, their own rhythms. Um, the, the most uh, Colombian music is based on Caribbean music. You know? the, the north of the country, the, 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 the Atlantic coastline of our country has a, a pretty unique um, uh, rhythms and music and customs and food. But the Pacific region of the country is completely different. It's wild, it's mystery, because it's not developed. Actually, it's the most, the, the poorest part of the country. And it's, it's, it's crazy because they have, they are people in need, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't have communication, they don't have robots, they don't have anything. And they have developed like their own culture because they are like urban, you know? They are not like infected with, with Western, uh, uh, things. Yeah. Oh, they are middle of nowhere, and they have to develop their own music, their own things. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I took 
are living of of that part of the of the country and try to uh, meet it with some Arab based uh, tunes. And I uh, created this uh, specific uh, song called Budjenengi. Amazing. We can't wait to hear it. So here it goes, guys. Enjoy.
was awesome. It's very fun kind of yeah, and it does have its unique feel to it. It's like you can't I can't really pin it down, but I guess it's unique to yeah <laughs> what you described. So my question is, how do you how do you produce music? Do you have someone helping you do the engineering part? Do you come up with ideas yourself? Do you write as a band? Like what's what's your process? Um, for Cenepranum, for example, uh, I, I, uh, we produce uh, everything ourselves as a band. Mm -hmm. uh, most of times I uh, came with uh, an idea, a musical idea, and we uh, start from it and uh, start to, be, to, to, to build the music, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's, it's a pretty democratic process, you know? It's not... Um, it's not like like to impose anything. I mean, we have to be 100 agree with one idea to to, to develop it. You know, yeah. if one we a poor band member, and if we if one of us is not completely uh, agree with it, we we discuss it and we try to find the balance. You know, uh, in my uh, solo project. Uh, I um, I have a producer. Actually, the the, the guitar player of Penabrano is uh, a pretty um, uh, a pretty uh, um, talented musician and producer. He left the band, but we are still very good friends, and he has helped me to 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 create a lot of a lot of stuff. I came up with an idea, and and with and he started to produce this this idea. And it's it's um it's a pretty cool process, you know. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, I'm 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 feel blessed to have uh, this this uh, amazing sound engineer helping with, with with the music, you know. It's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I can totally connect with that because I'm in the same situation. I have an amazing producer who's helping me make everything sound great. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much. Um, I feel like now is the time for our little rapid fire game. Are you up for it? Uh, my English is rusty, so <laughs> I try. I will try to keep up. Okay. <laughs> Your English is great. I think we're gonna have lots of fun with it. So basically, I'm gonna ask you ten silly questions about your life and music, and you just give us like the first answer that comes to your mind. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I'll count three, two, one, and then I'll ask you the first question. All right? Yes. All right. We have cue the epic soundtrack. Two, one. What was your most memorable performance? I thought I was supposed to in front of uh, the Philharmonic Marathon Orchestra. Yeah. At what age did you pick up violin? Eight. Yay. What are the names of your pets? Uh, I have a cat called, uh, uh, her name is Mercedes. Mercedes. Violin, acoustic or electric, what's your favorite? Electric. Yay, what motivates you, in short? I don't know, a lot of things. A lot. <laughs> which YouTuber you can't stop watching? What? Say which, again? which YouTuber are you watching and can't stop? No. I don't know. Thanks, <laughs> Your favorite songs to cover. Name three. Um, Comfortably Numb, Pink Floyd, Fade to Black, Metallica, and uh, Wasted Years, Iron Maiden. That's amazing. Name three people you admire. Alive or Dead? Either. <laughs> uh, Johann Sebastian Bach, 
Um, a lot of people that are my food because yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's amazing with this yes. oh, electric violent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, can be the other one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. A lot of that's okay. No pressure. We ran out of time actually, but we can still finish the questions because they're fun. <laughs> All right. Dogs or cats? Cats. Yay. Name three artists that you follow on Instagram. Uh, Metallica, Septic Flash, uh, Iron Maiden. Yeah. Amazing. Love all of them. Great. Well, we made it to the end. We didn't win under a minute, but that's okay. <laughs> I think we still learned a lot. And the whole purpose of this is to kind of like come up with the first thing that's your genuine feeling. So without overthinking your answer, just like go for it, right? Okay. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you. So before we go to, I wanted to ask you one more sort of favor. It's, um, can you tell us what would be the one most important piece of advice that you would give yourself if you were like 10 years younger now and to the artists who are about that stage in their career, uh, what would be the one thing that you recommend they do in order to get to the level they want to be? Keep studying, work harder. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I agree. <laughs> it pays off. <laughs> So um, one more thing before we conclude is um, I know that you're doing a lot of things online right now and you're writing your book and you're engaging your community through videos, right? Performances. What is your main sort of project? What's your main focus of um, these kind of like quarantine project, if you would say? (laughs) Uh, I have to reinvent myself, Mm -hmm. you know, I I have to reinvent myself. Yeah. Because uh, I uh, what I do for a living is to play in in, in social and corporate events, you know, in, in weddings and corporate things and stuff like that, you know. That's what I do. It's my my main source of money, you know. Yeah. And uh, we are quarantined, so we are screwed a little bit. <laughs> and I I need to develop the way to transmit emotions through music, but I couldn't do it like. Uh, a, a, Presentially, you know, like in, in person, but I I needed to 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 develop one one system to uh, keep transmitting the emotions, you know. And uh, I studied a little bit the the internet stuff, the, the platforms to stream the streaming platforms, you know. And uh, things have worked, you know. Uh, I uh, actually I can try I, I can make streams at home uh, from my home from my living room actually with uh, cameras and stereo streams. So I have grown a little with this. It's amazing and I it's it's awesome because we, I don't have any borders borders you know because yeah. we are a click away from yeah. I can I can I can do the same stuff in Canada in Colombia. In China, in Europe, I actually have, have uh, transmitted shows to Australia, to the United States, Canada, to Argentina, to Panama. A lot of, I mean, it's awesome. 
Yeah, it is. I agree that this is the time to, like you said, exactly to reinvent ourselves, right? And explore other parts of our work that we haven't been paying a lot of attention because we've been too busy gigging. So you're completely right. Going online and finding a different way to engage people and to still continue sharing your music is the best way to go. It also yes. gives you the sense of sanity, right? Like you're not just yes. at home <laughs> doing nothing. You're engaged in your fully active career, right? So. In Canada, you, at least you can you can you can go out a little bit. Here we are we are confined in our places. I see. It's, it's I mean, it, pe people right now is getting crazy. I imagine. Oh. I imagine. <laughs> and that's that's uh, why it's important to share music in this very moment, you know, of history. Mm -hmm. Musicians are pretty important. We are important to 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 keep people sane, you know. Yeah. To help people. To keep their mind sane, no? It's, it's our mission. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, David. Um, I had so much fun today, and I can't wait to share it on all of our platforms. You guys follow Musician Today podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Castbox FM, and today's our anniversary episode, a very very special one. So I'm really excited to bring you this amazing artist and amazing music. So before we go, though, don't forget to follow David on Instagram at David Rivera Violin, on Facebook at David Rivera Violin Rock, on Twitter at David Rivera Violin, YouTube uh, David Rivera uh, Violin Rock, and on Wood Violin's website at David Rivera. So can't wait. Maybe we will have you back sometime when you have a new release, new CD, new album, new song, new video. Just send me a message. Would love to have you on part two of our interview so you can tell us more about the creation of your new project. So meanwhile, all the best. Have an amazing week. And we're going to close with another awesome song, Distancia. Enjoy, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.